Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Christian. I'm Christian. And you are watching this week's episode of a Lifeway Christian Bookstore sponsored episode of, I don't know, um, Ride the Fence. So anyway, um, there's, you know, probably a lot more going on than I have like right in front of me right now, but I'm trying to not trying not to not lose my mind over politics. And it's kind of hard to do that because I feel like you almost have to be completely committed to not miss every single detail, you know, um, because there's just like so much that happens in a short period of time that changes the context of the next event. So it's, it is, I, it is a work in progress for sure. Me learning how to, um, live my life without it kind of that taking control of it, um, while also paying attention. But, I think probably the biggest takeaway um, from all of the headlines that I saw um, was probably the Supreme Court ruling, maybe, or the filibuster, you know, pretend fight. And so I think the filibuster is probably more important overall to talk about. So I guess we can just go ahead and get the Supreme Court, um, you know, ruling out of the way. Um, so there was a... I guess it was a presidential, maybe an executive order or something like that. I'm not totally certain. I, I think it was something. It was OSHA. OSHA. Oh, yeah. They under under the OSH Act, they are entitled to make changes around the workplace to to protect people's health and safety. Okay, but was it? Didn't Joe Biden like direct them? To, he said, well, he's in charge OSHA of OSHA right now. So yeah, so. I mean, it's his administration basically, but it, okay. it would technically be through OSHA. Okay. So I believe, I mean, I didn't read the article even before we started this, <laughs> but that's, that's my understanding of it. Yeah. This okay. is OSHA's so the rule changer, basically uh, the mandate, I remember when it first happened, um, it was saying that if you ha don't have proof of vaccination um, and you work in a company of 100 or more employees, then you are obligated to, at the very least, test negative um, once a week to maintain your, um, I guess, employment with them. Um, so there were a lot of people at my job, for example, who said that they are not going to get any vaccine, period, and that they will take the tests. And, you know, the manager actually had to go around and collect the signatures of everybody who said that they would not be um, wow. you know, getting a vaccine or, pr or at least proving that they got it, you know, because they could get it and then just be like, I don't want you to know whether or not I got it. I mean, it's, they have that right, you know, they can do whatever they want. So, but anyway, he went around and he collected signatures and stuff like that. And, um, he, he said that, you know, that he'll let people know, um, what further actions to take. And I guess most of these companies knew that, this would eventually get to the Supreme Court and I guess not take very long because it was a really short-term action. Uh, so they just kind of waited it out and good for them because now, uh, as we see, things like that are just not going to to fly in a country where you're supposed to have, you know, this basic freedom of determining whether or not, you know, something else can be injected into you or given to you in some other form. I know that they're talking about some pills in the future. So who knows, but, um, it, it's, I am totally cool with the ruling. Um, I, I think that it was a little insane that they tried to demand that of people. I think the other part of this though, was that 
um, federal employees, like healthcare workers and stuff like that. Any, anything federally funded, I guess, um, would be a more accurate way to say it. Um, we will still like that part of the mandate will stay in place. And I, I, I don't know how I feel about that because I feel like the, the federal government should kind of be the, like what we look at as far as how you should treat somebody and what, you know, basic freedoms that they should have, you know, like they are by definition, they work for us. Um, and I don't think that they should be forced to follow any guidelines that we wouldn't force any other business to follow. I feel like everybody should have those rights regardless. I don't know the reason why um, whichever judges decided that that would stay um, decided that. But I guess there's probably a little bit more um, than one way th- to look at it. So I don't know. Um but either way, I think the bigger part of it, the fact that the, the thing that affects more people than anybody else, I mean, there are a lot of federal employees, millions of them. So that's it's still going to affect millions of people, which, you know, kind of bugs me. But um, it, it's still great that the rest of the country isn't for now being obligated to get this, um, in my opinion. So, uh, I mean, do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, I think it's good it got knocked down. I'm not <clears throat> against the vaccine any more than you are. We both got two doses, right. and we're neither of us are getting a booster. Um, Correct. But I think that vaccines, It's it's been shown that, I mean, even if you don't follow a vaccine all the way through to what the FDA recommends, that one dose is better than nothing once you have antibodies in your system and an immune response. So we're good with the two, I think. But, um, God, people... Let's just, I wish we could just start it over. People would be like, you're anti-science. The booster helps. And I get it. It does. I'm just saying we got two doses. Like, I think like, I'm not going to die of COVID if I get it. And, um, you know, so we're for the vaccine saving lives, but it's just funny at the same administration that doesn't want poor people to be able to get vaccines in Africa and every, any, any country in Asia or Africa, mainly that is poor. They don't want to allow them to create their own vaccines. They want to protect intellectual copyright to protect pharma profits, which is what Joe Biden promised to do. It's why he was the chosen one for the democratic party. And, you know, they don't want to provide tests until a few days from now. They're going to start sending a few days from now. So they haven't started sending tests yet. It's on January 19th. They're going to start sending free tests to Americans uh, to test themselves, but they want to impose that rule. I mean, that's, it's just crazy. Like the, the ability of the democratic party, but really just also the bureaucracy of Washington and America to uh, always point and say, this is what you can do. This, we can't do ban this, ban that make people feel pressured in their own lives instead of providing solutions. Like that should be the last thing you do. Like in a pandemic is like tell people what they can and can't do. You need to provide everything else first, provide the vaccine, provide the testing, provide the care, provide the day the paid time off, like do everything mm-hmm. you can provide the welfare state to yeah. let people stay home. Do everything you can. Uh, provide subsidies for people to watch their their grandparents instead of pushing them to nursing homes so they can die like by the thousands. Okay, you know, do all that shit, and then at the very end, if you haven't been able to curb the spread, then you should start making demands of people. But with Democrats, and I know this here in Denver especially, where they just tried to ban uh, flavored tobacco products, inc- including shutting down hookah lounges, which they're still trying to go after them and limit their hours. 
that they are much quicker to Democrats specifically and the, the liberal neoliberal brain disease specifically is much quicker to tell you what you can and can't do and ban something so they can shake their finger at you. And I'm a good liberal rather than <laughs> just so true. so true actually provide a solution, you know, like the solution to public health in Denver is not to ban hookah lounges. The solution is go after Denver health. Why is Denver health paying its executives millions and millions and millions of dollars while they're laying off nurses? That's supposed to be our public health authority here in Denver. And yet they're running it like a scam, uh, um, company like a for-profit company is supposed to be a hospital, a public hospital. So I'm sure that technically it's private in one way or another, but all I'm saying is this is what they do. You know, they don't provide solutions. They just point. So I'm glad I got knocked down. I'm sorry. I talked for the whole episode. <laughs> no. That was it guys. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's so accurate though. I mean, that, that is the, the absolute truth. I mean, we're two years into this and um, you know, I'm, I'm now seeing, and it's not the first time, uh, Sanders has suggested this, um, but it is the first time that he has suggested it and taken any sort of serious action that could result in in anything that he is, um, d- you know, talking about. And and it was uh, masks for all. He was talking about the difference between you know a paper mask and an N95 mask, and uh, you know that we need how to far are we falling, man? You know, we're going to send one to every American. I mean, this has been two years um, now that they could. I mean, I'm surprised that they decided to send everybody a check for, you know, over a thousand dollars. You know, I guess it was a what was the first check? How much was it? Was it sixteen hundred or was it twelve hundred? Twelve hundred, and that was the first. And then we got six hundred, and then we got fourteen hundred. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, they were willing to send us checks um, through the IRS, but before they were willing to send everyone a mask. Um, two <laughs> years later, they're like, "Hey, maybe you know, wear this mask," and and they're just now sort of pointing out the fact that a paper mask. Um, or I guess a cloth mask or whatever that the, the blue surgical mask is really does little to nothing um, compared to an N95 <laughs> mask to stop the spread of the virus. And like, I mean, there has been years now where people such as myself, uh, not really much, if at all, on the show, just for fear of YouTube retaliating in some way um, against a peon like you or, or me. Uh, but I, you know, have been saying that those masks do nothing and that they, you know, they just do li- they do nothing to to really stop anything, and that you would really need an N95 mask if you really were in fear and you were thinking, I want to protect myself by wearing a mask somehow. It would m- make no sense compared to wearing an N95 to wear any other kind of mask in this situation, you know, like out in public, at least uh, because those paper masks they don't do anything. Like you could smoke a cigarette and then blow the smoke directly through it i mean it's like really? pointless yes i, I do <laughs> ask one of your friends who vapes to just take a hit off their vape with the mask on and then blow it out i mean it blows directly out of the front of the mask. i mean i have seen it in person and done some it myself. nurses out there on her smoke uh, break like <sighs> i mean it's crazy i mean i'm sure that some some of the vapor is going to go i mean of course but i mean for the most part um, and I've seen people point out the fact that the um, the molecules in like cigar smoke, for example, are um, and that's how, you know, a conservative was the one who was quoting this information. But it was like a, the cigar, uh, the particles in cigar smoke actually are, um, 
you know, smaller than COVID particles and they can go directly through it or, or whatever it was larger, I, whatever. Um, and I, I was just like, wow, you know, and this was a while ago. And this is the kind of stuff that I have seen people who I often disagree with though. I mean, I'll point that out, but it really isn't relevant. I mean, you can agree with people that you don't usually agree with. That's something that we should all learn to wrap our minds around. I think, you know, but um, I've seen people I've thought about that a lot lately, like yeah. with, with gun rights as well as COVID restrictions. I'm like, mm-hmm. why are the Democrats trying to make the Republicans look good? You know, yeah, I find myself agreeing with people I find despicable, yeah. but I'm like, at least a few of them are not trying right. to literally shut down schools. And exactly. I mean, this is not rocket science, y'all. I mean, even if it was, I mean, damn. I mean, uh, but the the whole thing has just been. They, they've given people what I think is a false sense of security. They've kind of said, hey, just throw this mask on, you know, and you're straight, you know, like it's cool. And then it was, and is that how it works? all know all that, these years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, here, hold on. <laughs> Calm all that. But look, it was like uh, they, they told everyone the masks are fine and they don't point out, you know, hey, you should probably wear an N95 mask. So people go out in public and they think they can stand, you know, directly next to each other. Or, you know, it says stay within six feet. People are like, yeah, but you got a mask on, so you're good. And it's like a mask that doesn't really work very well. So now you have spread this significantly because you couldn't just tell the truth at, at first. And if you didn't have the information, then you shouldn't have said it. Um, and just a side note, most of these politicians knew about this long before they told us. I mean, they were making huge trades um, in the stock, you know, in the stock world, shit that you and I can't even afford to really do um, before they ever told us because they knew that they needed to rearrange their assets if they didn't want to lose any money in the long run, you know, um, because of how it would turn out for us, you know, because it was just all up in the air. So I, it does Have annoy you me. Don't look up. I'm sorry. No, I haven't. Okay. Well, let's get back to that. I'll let you finish. Okay. Uh, so it, it's all just, it's, it's frustrating. You know, then the vaccine, they don't, we don't really know a whole lot about it. Right. I mean, it's brand new. It's brand new. And they tell us, oh, you know, if you get this vaccine, it will stop uh, you from spreading it. You know, I mean, what do you think that that's going to do for people when you tell them something that you don't actually have any information to prove but you say it with all this authority because you're the head of the federal government or you're the head of the national, you know, national Institute of infectious disease or whatever, you know, Fauci or whatever. You're like, you're these people who are supposed to be like a beacon of light or something for people. I mean, we all know they're not, you know, we all know they're not, but I'm just saying they're supposed to be, they are supposed to work for us and tell the truth and they lie and they say, Hey, go get this shot. Um, and you're good and give you this false sense of security that, you know, you can walk out, you know, and give your grandparents a hug and you're not going to give them coronavirus and kill them or something like that and then have to live the rest of your life with guilt like that, which I'm sure, you know, thousands of people have experienced um, because they were under the impression that the vaccine was going to keep them from spreading it to somebody else. I mean, here we are now after all this time and it's just been lie upon lie upon lie. And to ice the cake, all the lies are like mandated by the federal government. You know, it's like they're just not backing it up with anything and then demanding it of people and then shocked that people don't like them and are upset with them and don't trust them after it blew up in their face after they obeyed the government, you know. And so it's not going to get better for for them, you know, in that 
in the world of trust, I guess. Um, well, until- now Fauci is trying to soften his stance. He's like, well, we always said that it could be lab leaks. So now he's trying to open up the pathway to being open to that after yeah, years but, now I mean, of we being all like, remember. I remember, is- dude, I remember my mom sending me, oh, I think it came from a lab in China or something. I saw it on Fox today or something. And I just <laughs> laugh because, you know, it's like, it's on Fox, Fox and China. So I'm just like, yeah. Oh Lord, you know, it's like another, it's another one of these things where we're just like trying to blame some minority for our problems. And so I just brushed it off and I just was like, Oh, that's ridiculous. Uh, but it, I want to say in that same message, it was like, you know, I think Trump would bomb the shit out of him or something. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, I mean, it's just so just Southern and like what I would expect. And you know, mom, if you happen to be watching this, I love you to death. I just, I'm, I'm putting you on blast, dude, because I think it's goofy. Quit watching Fox. But, you know, I, I I hate that we all brush these things off, including myself, and then they turn out to be true. You know, it's like it's sad because it's a knee-jerk reaction that we're all guilty of, you know? Like, I would do the same thing if I started hearing about Trump and Russia from someone I know watches CNN. I'd be like, oh, God, have mercy, dude. I don't want to hear this. Like, go away. Um, but instead of actually looking at the information in front of us, we just are kind of programmed to some degree to just believe something, you know, because all of us, I think, want to trust something or someone, you know, it's like, who do we get the, who is the ultimate source of information that we can trust not to lie to us or twist the truth. And I think it's been tough for many of us to accept the fact that that is just not going to ever be the federal government and that we need to, we really need to clean house. You know, people need to actually show up when it's time to vote. People need to to do more to stop voting ever for um, someone because they're a Republican or because they're a Democrat, and instead vote on them, vote for them based on what it is that they stand for, and if they have a history of any kind in the public or private sector, to look at that and to determine. You know, just based on our own judgment. And unfortunately, not everyone has good judgment, but for, you know, fingers crossed, most of you do. Um, Based on your own judgment, you know, is this person trustworthy or are they as trustworthy as I could possibly expect someone who's supposed to work for me, um, you know, can be? And we have to remember that it bleeds into every aspect of our life. I mean, it, it changes how much we pay in rent or how much we pay uh, for our mortgage or what you pay, you know, in car payments or how much your car insurance is, all of these different things, how much groceries cost, everything is going to be changed to some extent based on who you put in office. And, you know, the, just the, our entire quality of life, like, are we going to continue to get fucked by private insurance companies and uh, big pharma or are we ever going to have health care just because we're humans and, you know, humans need healthcare, you know, like, are, are, are we ever going to be able to surpass that world um, of just pure profit? And like, that's the only incentive ever and actually fix a lot of our issues. I don't know. That's really up to you. That's up to whoever you are listening to this right now to make, you know, that's up to you to decide and you can't just do it silently. You know, you have to make some sort of stand against or for something at some point. Um, and that brings me to the other topic, which is um, the Democratic Party um, is fighting amongst themselves. They're pretending to fight amongst themselves um, uh, over the filibuster. 
And I think we all know that for the most part, that is just like a, that's political theater. I mean, that is all it is. You know, when you see someone like AOC, for example, who's supposed to be like a firebrand of the progressive uh, portion of the Democratic Party and truly independent and all this stuff, like when you see somebody like that go and do a no vote and then, you know, weep in front of everybody instead of like just voting against what they were voting for, you know, grow a pair. That is the most ridiculous moment of my entire life is seeing that. It changed everything. I actually wondered if it would permanently change the way I look at her or if it was just a moment. And I look back and I'm like, that was the moment where I 100% don't trust her. It is so fake. It is all political theater. These, these folks are all hanging out together, drinking champagne together, uh, smoking cigars together, playing golf together, eating overpriced exotic foods together. And they're doing it all with your money. They're doing it all with the money that they taxed you out of. They're doing it all with the money that they stole from you by not paying you enough to, you know, live um, while they, you know, rake all of this money into their private offshore bank accounts and stuff like that. I mean, it's sad, really, that that's where we're at, but that is where it's at. And so uh, just a little bit of a tidbit of information, I guess, on the uh, filibuster is, you know, the whole concept of the filibuster is just to make sure that a simple majority of people, um, which would be, you know, what is it, 51 or something? You, it, it would have to be over half of the Senate. You know, 51 votes would then determine anything that went through um, the Senate, which means right now the Democratic Party could pass all of these bills that they promised that they would pass if they were elected. Um in that last election and gained the majority um, in the Senate, maintained the majority in the House, and won the presidency, which all of those things happened. Um, so they have now spent a year. It's been a full rotation around the sun now, and they have accomplished basically nothing. If, As a matter of fact, have they, have they accomplished any of the things that they said that they would accomplish? Has the minimum wage increased? No. Um, have they forgiven student loan debt? No. Is... Public colleges uh, or public colleges tuition free now for everybody. No, I don't. No, no, I don't think so. No, uh, I mean we could go down the list. We could just keep talking and talking. I mean, and even talking. the two thousand dollars, they couldn't keep their. Yeah, they could not. Word. And and if you are just now watching the show for the first time, please go back and watch the. I think it's you know did was it does this say two thousand dollars or does it say fourteen hundred dollars? We actually went around and showed people a blown up blown up tweets. Um, um, in public um, and ask people what they said. Does it say $2,000 or does it say $1,400? We're just curious. Uh, I want to make sure it's not my eyes aren't lying to me. Uh, I may need to change my prescription. Um, I don't know. Um, so we, we, we wanted to go ask other people and we wanted to be fair. You know, we wanted to give everyone a chance to speak, you know, any random person without, without bias whatsoever, just asking anybody. Um, it kind of impresses me how like average people who do not actually give a fuck about politics or pay attention, which most people should care, but I understand why people don't like, they tend to have pretty like good instincts. Yeah. Like I was kind of pleasantly surprised at the number of people in that episode who were just chill, who probably are not Republicans or Donald Trump fans who are like, no, that's bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah, it's ridiculous, but yeah. they, they haven't done any of those things. They have not given us a public, you know, Joe Biden's constant, the, the Biden, what did he call it? The, <sighs> 
the Biden option or something. I don't know, man. It was like the, yeah, yeah that is what he called it. And it okay. didn't happen. Yeah. Has that happened yet? No, it's been a full year. Okay. And is in Biden option and this year, you know, I guess it's the midterm elections. And so this is what they've done. They have now made it all the way around one time. And now they're going to, as the year moves forward, they're going to say, uh, we need you guys to vote show up heavily in these particular places um, and then we'll be able to get this stuff passed if you do that. And and this is the never-ending pretend tug-of-war. You know, we anything that they really want to get passed, they get it passed. Every time it's time to, you know, up the military budget, they are there. They will never miss that opportunity and they will vote to, in unison. You know, there's enough people. Sure. There's like, oh yeah, but a hundred Democrats or 50 Democrats voted against this or, you know, and three Republicans and a couple independents and stuff like that. But here's the thing. Those guys know that they, what they are choosing isn't going to happen, you know? When it really counts, they are there in numbers. You know what I mean? That's so, why AOC votes present instead of no. Yeah. I mean, because this is, when it really counts, they know which way they're supposed to go. They know. And we need to just continue to keep our eye on the ball, you know, and, and remember that this whole filibuster thing, really, they could have changed this forever ago if they really wanted to. If there was ever any... Uh, desire in their heart to do that than they would have done it by now. And I, I was watching the speech. It was like a 20 minute long speech almost, if not longer um, from Kirsten Cinema um, in Arizona about how, you know, division is the, is the ultimate our ultimate enemy and blah, 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 blah. And we need to come together. And that's why I don't think that it's good to get rid of the filibuster because, you know, and it's like, it's such a load of shit, you know. You you hear that and you just you just think of like Kamala Harris's laugh. I just want to click that button. Susan. You know, it's just like the fakest thing you've ever heard. It makes you uncomfortable because it's like not um, not sincere at all. It's a total lie, crocodile tears, man. And you know, half of what she said actually is true. You know, like division. Um, is the ultimate enemy here and we are being torn apart and we are accomplishing nothing um, because divided we fall, you know, and that's just common sense. Everyone knows that. And that is what they, that is what the powers that be, you know, these large corporations and the politicians in their pockets, that's what they want is for us to be too busy fighting with each other to pay attention to them and so that they can continue to take our money. Um, and, you know, we never band together against them. And that, you know, that is their... That's what they want. So that is true that division is tearing us apart. But the idea that somehow ever accomplishing anything um, would be like dangerous, like the filibuster being gone. I, I have mixed feelings on it because on the other hand, then you wonder what how much damage people this corrupt could do with that much power. You know, you're like, yeah. holy shit. You know, like if so, then it's like this weird bittersweet thing where you're like almost like relieved that Kirsten Cinema is a senator in Arizona and you're like you know what I mean it just hurts you to feel that way though you know at least yeah. it does me I'm like how horrible is it that the things that you want to see happen are so close and so far away at the same time you know like you have these two parties who at any point in time 
each have all the power at once and could do so much and then they don't do anything but you're relieved because every other time they do something it hurts you you know and you don't know if the next thing is going to screw you or not i mean it's yeah. un, it's just sad um it's sad and i say that as someone who is i'm not a centrist you know i just but at the same time i don't pick sides like i can't pick sides when you these are the sides that i that we dumber, have dumber. you know like we have to have independent thinking people there could be someone with a conservative mind in general or a liberal you know mind in general who could win me over if i believe they were trustworthy and that they had the best interest of america in mind and that they would respect my freedoms overall and stuff like that like if i believe that i could vote for anybody it wouldn't matter you know their particular you know their perspective is just so long as the actions that they're talking about taking are the ones that i more importantly, the ones that I believe that they would take, um, not necessarily what they say, um, would, you know, what is that going to help or hurt people? Like, that's yeah. the that's the big question. Um, I don't think that it's fair to say, oh, Republican or oh, Democrat or oh, whatever. Um, what is there else? Is there Green Party, Libertarian? You know, I don't think that any of that should matter. Um, what we know is that they're all working together, at least the two major parties that are always in power. We know that much, at least I can't, I, I don't want to completely condemn the green party or libertarian party, but I am, I, while I have the chance, I'll say I'm very disappointed in both of those parties performance. I mean, it, you, you just, I feel like y you or I could run their Twitter page or their Facebook page better than they can. I mean, they just don't. It's sad. They're not like, prepared to they're, win. They're not they like actually trying to win. Yeah, they're not. Like. They don't even take themselves seriously. So it's hard yeah. to justify supporting anybody, you know. Um, but again, it's it shouldn't be about the party. That's not the way that anyone should think. I or you know, that's not the way I think. I can't speak for anybody else, and I don't want to tell anybody else what to do. If you want to continue thinking that way, by all means, um, knock yourself out. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else really that happened uh, recently that we really have time to talk about because I know you and I are both about to have to finish getting ready and go to work. Um, Sweet lady capitalism. Yeah, so I'm going to, uh, for $2.13 an hour, work tonight and make this company great a great <laughs> Same deal. Same here, dude. I think I'm getting paid less than a minimum wage, but like, I don't know. You're not supposed to pay less than minimum wage when you're training an employee, but I work for somebody who I think is doing that. So it's great. Um, before we go, I just want to say to everybody listening to us, if you're listening to us on Spotify, uh, Apple podcast, wherever you're at, please click the follow button, click the subscribe button. Uh, leave us a five star review. I know now on Spotify, you can actually leave a, a rating. Um, please give us five stars. And if you're on YouTube, um, after you click the subscribe button, click the little bell and then click all. So you are notified when a video comes out because otherwise I'm being told that on every single video I ever watch by every major person ever that you don't actually get notifications. So I'm just going to trust all those strangers and, uh, click the like button and share this with friends because neither me or Christian here are planning on anytime soon spending money to advertise this. So just help us out by sharing that and we, it would mean the world to us. And, uh, is there anything else you wanted to say before we get out of here? No, man. No. All right. Well, it's been fun. <laughs> and thank